The idea of reaching out to a lot of schools is something that sounds good, right? Um, but there's a couple things at play. First, that the advice given to you by the recruiting service, um, there's a part of that advice that's designed to help them provide the illusion of value for that service. Okay, and I'll explain that in a second. And then there's what can be a really distracting situation. And in, in any distraction, there's opportunities that are missed. And in the recruiting timeline where the time is so tight and you get one shot at it, I mean, there's just no room for distraction. And uh, remember, the, the recruiting service is, their job is, is, is not to get you recruited. They don't, you know, they kind of, if you really read and look at what they promise, they really don't promise that. What they promise is connection. And, and that's the only thing that they really promise. Now, they kind of use a lot of innuendo and testimonials and people who got recruited for you to kind of make that connection. Oh, I see. Oh, what I need is the bridge, right? They, they kind of market themselves as the bridge. And if you have the bridge, then you can get to the other side. So step one is, uh, is, is cast a big net. You know, they say, they say reach out to a bunch of schools. Now, that's not in your best interest. That's in their best interest. Because they know if you reach out, the more schools you reach out to, the more likely you are to get a response. And if they're selling kind of their service as the bridge, it, it only takes one person. You know, if one college coach reaches out to you, especially quickly, right, which is why they tell you very quickly, start reaching out to coaches because they want you, you know, there's, a, there's kind of like a, a period of buyer's remorse that people will go through. And if you spend the first two weeks, you know, uh, reaching out, um, to coaches kind of here and there, you, you know, it, it's likely you probably won't hear back from someone. But if you do like what they tell you, like reach out to 20, 30, 40 schools on day one, day two, odds are you might get a response from someone, you know, um, what they will never publish is, you know, their open rates, the open rates from what the messages that are get sent to college coaches, um, because they, what they would see is that their open rates are really low. And not only would they have uh, really low open rates, um, if they, if you were able to see kind of like on text message, like you can see when someone's read your message, if they ever allowed players to see what was there, coaches that read their message and didn't respond, um, they'd be out of business. And so all they're trying to do is to try and get some coaches interacting with you. That's it, right? They want to deliver on that promise. And, and that promise is like, look, see, this is the bridge. See, coaches are starting to reach out to you. So that's why they do that. It's not in your best interest. It's in their best interest right? Because they're in the business of selling you those recruiting spots, not getting you recruited. Now, what happens is the counterintuitive way of thinking about casting a wide net, right? We can, we can, you know, intellectually, logically make an argument for that to say that, you know, hey, look, the larger net that we cast, the more we're seeing, the more opportunities that come, the more coaches we interact with, that sounds great, right? But um, from a, uh, from the standpoint of evaluating a college as a, as a situation where your son would thrive, it's kind of a terrible idea because I really believe you can really properly evaluate five or six schools. I mean, that would be kind of the max. Like, I mean, really visit the school, visit on an off day, and then have another time to visit for the baseball program. And then um, do your due diligence, get to know the coach, get to know the players, get a feel for the campus, the educational system, the, you know, the geographic regions, the social, the culture, all that kind of stuff. I really think you can only do about five or six, really a good job to see if they're a good fit. And so, Sometimes, you know, kids will go to 
camps and, and do all kinds of things. They'll get all this, you know, all this, all this feedback and all these letters and emails and stuff like that. They really got put on a list. We'll talk about that. We can talk about that later, but um, it can become distracting now because now you've got this pile of stuff that, you know, you don't want to not respond to, you know, it doesn't look good. And, and then you, you kind of say, well, maybe, I don't know, is there something here? Let's look. And so what happens is when you have 10, 12, 15 schools, that have made some kind of contact with you and you're trying to evaluate those schools, you evaluate them at a really surface level. And then in that, in that wasted evaluation time is you don't get to kind of dig deeper. And so surface level things, like in any kind of relationship, you know, romantic relationship or friendship, if it's just a surface level friendship, it's, it's usually just on what's seen, right? What's, but you know, getting to know someone on a deeper level, getting to know a school, community, education, professors, coaches, teammates, on a deeper level, it's really hard to do when you've got 10 or 15 schools that you're thinking about. This is why like, we start with the five-star process so that when, you, when a school contacts you, you can be flattered, you can be polite. And you know, as we teach, you treat every school like a five-star school. But um, you know, if, if you have your five-star uh, school selected, then it's a really easy decision to just be really polite to them, courteous, professional. And, you know, and focus on the schools that are, that are going to be the best situations for your son. Hey guys, Paul Ruddick here. These clips are taken from calls that I do every week for the baseball community. And these calls are absolutely free to join. If you would like to join these calls, go to BaseballCallWithPaul.com. BaseballCallWithPaul.com. And you can see the schedule of our upcoming calls. We tackle a different subject each week. Recruiting, pitching, hitting, the mental game, uh, coaching, uh, parent-player uh, relationships. Anything you could think of. Anything that helps our young players navigate this new and ever-changing world of amateur baseball and there's a point in every call where you can ask questions so if you'd like to do that you can or you can just listen in so go to baseball call with paul and the schedule of our upcoming calls is there thanks